You're listening to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. Powered by Bathtub Guys Refinishing. We discuss the refinishing industry, interview owners and operators, and give tips to business owners and entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Daniel Montalvo. All right, guys. We're back. Hard cut off of the music. I didn't even fade out because I want to make this point while we're on camera. <laughs> um, a little bit of problem with the camera. Sometimes it overheats. I don't know. I might need to get a new one eventually. But so you made the point that with these people who are charging cheap like a Bath Pro, I, I, I point him out because he's local and honestly, he should be charging more probably. But I'm not the one to name your prices. Look, if you are making money, fine. But you need to understand one thing. At those prices, we're not going to compete with you. The people who are really on top aren't competing with you. That this, is true. This is what's happening. They're going to leave you there. You're going to get really busy. You're going to get really busy with cheap jobs. Every time they call you back, it's going to hurt you more than it hurts me. And what's eventually going to happen is you're going to be so busy because you're getting all these cheap people. Yes. That I'm going to take all the people. Because I'm going to be the only one able to serve them. And they're going to pay me seven, eight, nine hundred $900 for a tub and tile. Yep. That's what's going on. You know, if you're, look, and this is specifically for Mind this, you guys, we're busy right now. <laughs> yes. We're um, well, in a good way. Like, we're, I'm, we're blessed. We're blessed I, right I, now. I'm charging four ninety five for a standard tub. Yes, sir. Tub needs to be stripped six forty five. Yes, sir. This guy's tub and tile pricing is at five twenty five. We're making, with half the amount of work, more money. Yeah. It's because it's not the same money. It's double the material if you're doing the tub and He has to do price. two jobs for the one job we do. Exactly. And look, there should always, I'm a firm believer in like, look, there should be budget costs and stuff like that. Fine. There should be budget companies. But all I'm saying is if you think like, oh, you know, I'm going to keep these prices low to try to compete, bro. You're competing with yourself at some at a certain point. This is true. The big dogs in any industry aren't cheap. Doesn't exist. The best roofer in town is not the cheapest. The best plumber in town is not the cheapest. The best bathtub refinisher is not the cheapest. Miracle method isn't cheap. And the reason is because all of the low-hanging people, all of the people who kind of are a pain in the ass because... They can't really afford a premium service. They come with that low price. They go to you. Mm-hmm. You get booked up for two months, fine. But the people who are willing to pay seven, eight, or nine hundred bucks to do it today, yep. they're calling bathtub guys. They're calling A Kings. They're calling bathtub guys Tampa. That's what's going on, Reviews and that's what's matter, going- guys. Reviews yeah. matter. And 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 when you're really low, you're it's a race to the bottom. Um, what a lot of these people also don't understand is that look. You're charging 500 sounds like a lot of money. The moment you go back, what is that 500 now? It's not 500 anymore. Yeah. It's not even 250. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and at that point, are you making a profit at doing a tub and tile for that price? No, you are now, not. Now, let's say, okay. Materials I'm a, are expensive, yeah, guys. They're I did, not cheap. I did the job costing. You know, a, a regular tub, what it costs my guys to do it with our gas and our overhead and stuff, it's about like $180. Yep. I mean... Not to mention warranty, guys. Yeah. Warranties matter. Exactly. So you're damn right I'm going to charge a tub a decent price. Absolutely. And, As you and, should. And, 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 you know, if it needs a, a stripping, you know, most of the time we're around 645 
Um, we we give breaks. We do. You know? It happens. It's, it depends. Look, we have sales goals internally. If I know the difference, like, look, we, we want to hit 20K this month, whatever. That's an example. And the only thing keeping us is somebody who's on the fence and 50 bucks off might help them out. We hit the sales goal and then we exceeded it some. Absolutely. And we still got to do the job. And we're I, still going to kill customer service. Exactly. And it, But it's doing that all the time. You get to the point where you're racing to the bottom. Every single warranty call, is it's going to hurt you more than it hurts me. And the thing is, when you turn that person away because now there's nothing left in it for you, you are going to lose their business forever. Yep. They're going to call somebody else. Another thing that happens is that Unfortunately, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but it's true. You might not be in business long enough to warranty their job in two years if you're charging these kinds of prices. If you're charging what three, four, five companies in your town are charging for just a tub, for, for, to you, for you to do a tub and tile, double the work, are you going to be in business in a few years? You're okay. going to be scraping. Let, exactly. You're going to be scraping by. Now, here's another example. Are you going to be around in 10 years? It's just, just a, it's just, just a short thing for you to make a quick buck. And here's the thing. And if you're not in business, then what happens? All those of the customers are customers, screwed. Well, they're the, screwed. Yeah. Those customers who paid to you are screwed. So you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're being irresponsible there. Crews, if you have them are fucked. What are you going to do? Are you going to retire off of this? No. I mean, you're, are you trying to run a business or are you trying to make a quick buck? That's what you got to decide. That's the difference between owning a business and owning a job. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And that's exactly it. A lot of people say, oh, you know, it's just me, so I'll, I'll do lower. In the beginning, I respect it. I think that's the way to do it. Everyone needs to, stand, it's, everyone needs to scale up. Yeah. Absolutely. But once you get to a certain level, if you know you're that good, why aren't you pushing yourself to see where the ceiling is for you, man? Yeah. Like... There's a standard, and it's supposed to be out of all the estimates that you give, as long as you are a premium, b premium price. If you close thirty percent, you're actually good. If you're closing eighty to a hundred percent, you need to raise your prices. Yep. You're losing at that point. Like, yes, it seems like winning. I absolutely, I get it. You're booked. I get it. But you're actually losing if you're losing if you're winning a hundred percent of your jobs. That's because you're too cheap and everybody knows it, including those clients that are calling you. Yeah. Yep. And that's also why a lot of these guys who are too cheap are booked months in advance because all the cheap clients are willing to wait two months to solve their problem. They're like, what? $300 off? All I got to do is wait a couple of months. But the people who here's the, here's another thing. Let me throw this in there real quick. If you're busy for two months in a row because you charge really, really cheap. And if you're a customer listening to this, just keep in mind, you're going to pay cheap and you're going to be on a three-month waiting list to get your shit fixed if they ever come fix it. Because if he's booked up for two months with new jobs, where can he fit you in? Exactly. Nowhere. And mind you, we've straight up heard clients say, no one can come ASAP. Can you please come? They're Name your price. Pay. Exactly. Bro, They're willing to pay. I sent Ralph, and I, I did a story time about this on Instagram. I sent Ralph to do a touch-up for American Standard for $800 because nobody was available. American Standard literally reached out to pay. <laughs> Yo, and then, and then uh, the, we, we, we started two new apartment complexes this month or this week. You went to one of them. Ooh. That was a, 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 a thing, but... 
part of the reasoning was that's hey, back to the grouting. Our guy has been his is MIA. He's too busy, yeah. and he also kind of does a bad that's job. Right. We're right. willing to pay more for quality. That's right. They did say that. I it's forgot. like you know, bro, you're gonna lose clients to us eventually. And here's the thing: once they get a taste of what's on the other side, they're not going back. They straight up said, "It looks like you installed a brand new tub." Yep. And 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 the. I mean, I wish I had the pictures to show, but the type of condition that those things were in, that they were already reglazed, they looked like crack houses, bro. I have a couple of videos. I'll make sure that it's posted up on our Instagram and stuff. That way you guys can see it. But it was bad. It was bad. I, I Look, I, I tell this story sometimes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it here again because I don't believe I've told you like on this platform, but when 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 I was charging 375 I thought it was a lot. But mind you, I came from a time where my parents owned the business and they were charging tubs at 239. Yeah. You know, and and that was a good price at that time. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when I raised it to 375 and I was like, "Oh my god, people are willing to pay that." And then the next time I did a price raise, I was like, "I know it's going to work." Yeah. 495 from 375 to 495 one night to the next. That's what I did. Yep. Well, it was 499. I put it down to 95, but it's because of number psychology and shit like that. I feel like the five is a little bit less offensive, but who knows? I'm still testing it out. I might just jump between the five and the nine, but at $5 is not a big thing exactly. in the grand scheme of things. The point is you're charging these kinds of prices, man. You're going to get worse clients. You're going to get, uh, you're, you're making less money and you're going to be working more, working more and making less money with worse clients. That's a bad, that's a recipe for disaster. Yep. Um, if you lose half your clients, Half of them, 50%. So let's say this month you had 100 clients. Next month you have 50. But these 50 are paying you double. You haven't lost a thing. You're working less and making more. Exactly. That's just it. That's less gas, less of your time. Less warranties to worry about. More time with your family. Yep. More time to invest in your own company, honestly. Yep. And, And... some people will never get it. Some people will. But hopefully for some people out there who are charging these prices, they reevaluate. Look, in my market, um, and everybody always talks about markets and the differences and stuff. Look, I really and truly believe if we provide the type of value that we provide to this day in two or three years, hell, maybe even this time next year, mm-hmm. I don't see why we shouldn't be charging 600 for a tub standard. Yep. Tub and tile where I, my goal is to get the tub and towel as close to 11 to $1,200 as possible. Absolutely. But I need multiple streams of avenues of, of advertising to do that. Absolutely. This is going to involve a full on Google and Facebook strategy. Yep. The Google leads are the low hanging fruit, but what have we talked about? They're the more informed person yes. who has done it before and they call people like that company and they do Tub and tiles for five hundred. Yeah. So when you tell them a thousand, it sounds super expensive. Yeah. But somebody who doesn't know what it is, all they know is what remodeling costs. They call you and you tell them for a thousand bucks, your bathroom's going to look brand new. It sounds like a bargain. Yep. So that's you, you need that balance. You need different kinds of leads coming in. People who have a little bit more money who are willing to pay for some quality. But I still think that right now in the range that we're at, it's good. Yep. But talking about the grout thing once we implement that fully if it's going to be something that we're doing regularly the price has to incrementally increase and eventually get to a point where we're like okay we're comfortable charging this because we're going to provide all of this yeah well we're still going to be testing it out but obviously like 
we're going to be testing out time versus material versus how long we can actually get to refinishing after grouting. But yeah, yeah, gr- grouting has been a has been an issue that more than one company around has. We've been hearing it more than usual. And yeah, mind you, I myself have been doing this for over twelve years. Never has it gotten to the excessive point as it's gotten now when it comes to clients complaining about something that people didn't complain about ten years ago. So and and look, it, it really. The amount of people that complain about it in the grand scheme of things is minuscule, but it's becoming a enough of a reoccurrence that we are going to do something about it. We need to reinvent the wheel on that aspect. Yeah, and and look, at the end of the day, we have a common goal. So Carlos subs work for me um, sometimes. Lately, we, we've, we've been really busy, so he's gotten some more work. Yeah. Um, and and we, we have a common goal, not just from him subbing from Bathtub Guys, but for him and his own company. And same thing with Jonathan uh, over in Bathtub Guys of Tampa and Perfect Surface. Uh, we want to provide the customer with as much of the full service as possible. Less headaches. Exactly. Because, you look, it goes back to that same recipe for disaster, but the recipe for success. Better customers who pay more, you do less work, and you make more money. Yep. It's the opposite end of the spectrum. But how do you get there? You provide the value. Yep. You know? And I think being like, hey, we th- look, this is how we do our tub and tiles. It comes from the angle of quality. And from there, if they don't want the grout, maybe we could, hey, well, you're going to have to live with that, but fine. And we play with the numbers a little bit. But if we start it from like the angle of we always default, the default is always the highest quality option, that's better. Because there, there's, you don't have to have these awkward conversations where it feels like you're upselling or nickeling diming people. It's like, look, you call leaving me. them hanging dry. Exactly. And, and we never, we never really do that. We just talk, it's like, look, honestly, we have terms written down. Uh, but really like we talked about, everyone is a human, bro. Sometimes people don't read. I don't read, you know, like I don't read all the time. So I, I, I could sympathize with that. Sometimes people get it. So most of the time, I, well, so, most of the time they get it. <laughs> it feels like most of the time they don't, but most people relative to the amount of work we do, it's not a lot. Yeah. But look, when you open up Facebook, are you reading the seven paragraphs of the terms of service update? No. No. So you're looking at the photos and seeing how perfect it's going to come out, and that's exactly how you want it to come out of your house. And when you're a customer, this is, goes back to putting yourself in the customer's shoes. You're looking at the quote, and you're looking at what the fuck the thing costs, maybe some warranty information, and then you decide, am I going to do it or not? You're not looking through about every little fucking nook and cranny of the thing, even though you probably should, but people don't. And we need to be realistic about that. And if they didn't read it, well, then now it is our responsibility because guess what? They paid us money. And if the result is something so ugly that we can't even justify it, then it is our responsibility to fucking make it right. That's it. It's still customer service at the end of the day, guys. It just goes right right back to that. We say it till our face turns blue. But customer service will customer service will actually get you out of jams. It like, will. Even if you've messed up somehow, people are gonna be like, Man, you know, he hasn't even finished yet, but I'm willing to pay him because yep. his customer service is on point. And, and it, I've had people do that. And you know what else it does, Carlos, is that look, there's no worse feeling than knowing you left something on the table and that like are they going to come and write me a review? And that fear only comes when you know you didn't do 100% of the exactly. things you should have done. Exactly. Because, look, 
if somebody really is just being a dickhead, you know that you're right in your heart of hearts, and he kind of knows it. We're, we're all human at the end of the day. But when you have that, like, oh, is he going to write me a review because of that? Like, you start thinking in your head, I should have just gone and uncocked the fucking thing. I should have just gone and grouted it real quick. That's why I like, bend all the time. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's not worth it, yep. man. It's not worth the freaking headache and making a customer not trust you. And you know what, man? Like, so much good comes out of just doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, even if they don't write a review, they can't say you didn't show back up. Yep. They can't say that. And that's, that's a very important thing. But also goes back and touches into the pricing thing. You need to price your services to the point where you're not dying if you go back. Exactly. Because yeah. go backs are going to happen. It's part of every business, even when you're installing stuff that are, that, that's new. I had a situation this week where we went to do a job. I sent Tyler. He, he, does, he does a good job. The grout was a the situation there. Um, this is going to be a theme throughout the episode. But anyway, um, he goes, does a, a tub and tile shower, comes out beautiful. It was the video that I showed you. Yeah. Uh, the compilation it looks good but the grout was missing in areas that sucks because and it really did look good <laughs> yeah and uh and he he goes back to touch something up and you know the guy calls me on the phone who's mind you he's not even the one who's paying for the job but okay he calls me and he starts cursing at me he literally for word for word he says yeah this fucking job sucks you guys need to grout this and, and then come back and spray it another day um if you don't like it sue me because i'm not gonna f pay for this shit this shit sucks and i'm just like what the hell and i try to reason with him the first thing i said obviously you devolve to like look this was what was agreed upon and he cut me off before i could even finish it and it's like go fuck yourself if you think i'm gonna go for that and i'm just like oh, whoa 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 because look like let's be realistic if we're just gonna go back on what's agreed upon then what's the point of having agreements right exactly like i would it be fair for me to now charge you double because you want me to do extra work? Even though we already agreed with the 500? Exactly. <laughs> but look, that wasn't really the point. I was just making him aware. Hey, you guys, this is what you guys agreed to. But I understand you're not happy with it. Whatever. He was just being so unhinged that I just, I couldn't even talk to him. So I, uh, I called the lady who actually booked the job. And I was like, look, be honest with me. What did you think of the, about the job? She was like, look, really, honestly, I think it could have been better. I didn't like it, and you know we, we flip houses, and we pride ourselves on this trying to come out as close to perfect as possible. Fine. So what did I do? I sent the guy back, and I told him, redo it, bro. F caulk every ground line today. Go back on Monday and recode it. Done deal. Because that relationship is worth more than me being right, bro. And it's honestly less of a headache. It, it is. It really actually is. Yes. Rather than sitting there for 20-odd minutes... Trying to convince the client, like, just get it done. I think less than 20 minutes and you're just going to finish it. Look, you got to think about this like, like sports. The best quarterback in the world, Tom Brady. Was he perfect? No. He made mistakes. It's about how you react to those mistakes, how you come back from those mistakes. The humble guy. All, every guy that you've ever met that I've ever met who swears he does not make mistakes, those are the ones that suck. No. They doesn't exist. That's his thing. Yeah. Those are the people who <laughs> have, those are the people who have the people in the context that uh, uh, might call them back or they might call back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. Might possibly call back. They're so hyper-focused on being perfect that they don't understand that people do not pay. They're not paying you 
for you to be perfect. They're paying you. So the off chance that if you do mess up, you're at least going to come back. And make it right. Exactly. And that's, how do we know that? Well, people say, well, you guys have a lifetime warranty. What is a lifetime? Like, when you really think about what the warranty is, what it's just guaranteeing that there's going to be some sort of support if something goes wrong. If something goes wrong, exactly. Why do we have warranties, period, for that same reason? Whether it be a car warranty, whether it be a freaking tub warranty, any type of guarantee is just that. We're giving you that safe blanket that just in the off chance that something bad happens, here's our word to let you know we are coming back to help you out. We're not going to leave you hanging high and dry. Exactly. Which and people do, and it sucks because I hear that more than I'd like. But clients and, tell me all the time they and get screwed it, over. It's a big thing in the refinisher world, bro. Ugh. Unfortunately... Um, I, I interviewed a guy, uh, his name is Jonathan, <laughs> funny enough. Uh-huh. Uh, he owns a company in Kissimmee called CJG Paint, Spanish. The, the oh, Sp- yes, I remember the, him. The Spanish episode. Yes, 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 yes. And he told me, and I like his way of thinking, and I respect it. He said, look, I don't offer a five-year warranty. You know why? And I was like, why? And he's like, because I've only been in business for three years. It's dishonest of me. To guarantee something for five years when I can't, I haven't even been in the industry for five that years. That is true. That is so, true. look, I could warranty it for three years because I've been in business for three years. I feel like that makes sense. If I guarantee something for five years, how am I going to guarantee something longer than the time frame I've been in business? It's weird. Yeah, it's like, that is it, true. It, it, it's like a new company popping up on the block and saying, I'm going to offer a lifetime warranty. And that they've only true. been in business for six months. Well, how, would, how as a customer, what feels more honest I mean, the company who's saying, look, I'm going to give you a lesser warranty, but it's because I haven't been in business that long. Yeah. But take a chance. I, I respect that. I respect it more than specialized refinishing popping in Orlando, firing everybody because, they, because they're getting killed on ads in Orlando by, by I, me. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I hired Jesus, who was with Specialized. He got fired. And then, uh, then they, they cleared house in the Orlando location. So that really? that in, so I'm I'm gonna touch base on that in a minute. But look, he basically told me that, and I was like, okay, I respect that. And he was like, how long how long have you guys been in business? Like, well, it's second generation since 1993. He's like, look, that makes sense. You could offer a lifetime warranty because over the years you've seen how many callbacks just about you get a year. You price it fair enough to where you know there's gonna be some money to take care of these things when they pop up or if they pop up. And, and, and so I, I could respect that. And, and look, that is, that is a fabulous way to go about it. And that's also a, a way to justify it to some, some people. That is true. Like, look, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you and say I'm going to guarantee it for five years because I myself haven't been in the industry for five years. But I'm going to give you a solid three-year warranty because that's how long I've been doing this. And I've only seen tubs last for three years yeah. that I've done. Yeah. Versus me, where I've seen tubs last fucking 15 years. I've seen tubs last a long time. So, but let's touch on Specialized Refinishing real quick. So, Specialized Refinishing is a company out of North Carolina or South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. They started, like, branching out. I believe it was a, a partner and then the original guy. And I don't have any problems with them. Cool. Like, I, I welcome competition. But I'm letting it be known. If you try to come to Orlando, I will destroy you. <laughs> I'm not playing games, bro. <laughs> I, I, I booked those 16 appointments in fucking two days. Easy clap. I, 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 like, 
And, and look, I don't have a problem with people coming in, but that that's what it is. I, I like at the end of the day, it's business. It comes with the territory. Yeah, you're when you're coming here, and there are companies that have been here thirty years or even more. Mm-hmm. Just know that. It's not going to be you're, easy. It's not going to be easy. Exactly. You, so, you're going to be playing against like the Michael Jordans of the of the of the bathtub refinishing over here. So, but, but beautiful look. They come in. They give it a shot. I welcome it. I love competition. Um, they come in. They're having trouble with the ads, from what I understand from the jump a little bit. Whereas over there in the Carolinas, they were doing really well, and in some of the other places they've expanded, they're doing pretty well in those locations. Um, Jesus gets let go. He opened the branch here. He was oh, the first wow. he was the first technician. They gave him the truck and everything. They asked for it back and they told him, "Look, we can't keep you because we can't afford to have more than one guy right now because the location is brand new and we're having we're having some struggles. And also you only speak Spanish. And unfortunately, it's going to be a problem if you're the only one working." Exactly. So, they let him go and then the other guy who was there, his name is Steven. Yes. Steven, he's coming here on Monday for his first day. Oh, my God. At guys. <laughs> he told me back in around October, November, he just got a call. They told him, look, Steven, we're going to pay you your last check. There's been a problem with the ads. They haven't been running how they're supposed to run, whatever. That's the excuse they gave them. Ouch. And they're like, we're laying you off. And we we're don't closing know, up shop. We're basically closing up. We don't know what the future of the Orlando branch is going to be. But if he's the only one working, and they told him to, and they told no, I mean that basically there's nothing there. Yeah, exactly. To this day, it's January now. He still has the truck in his in his garage. He was telling me, "Wow, yeah." And Stephen, this man is potentially gold, nineteen year veteran. Wow, doing doing tub reglazing. Worked in his last company in Massachusetts for fifteen and a half years before taking an opportunity at a small shop and then over here where he wanted to retire. He was promised, or at least they alluded to, like, look, you start this branch, you're coming in on the ground floor, it goes well. And you're going to be moving and, on up. And why wouldn't it because of all of this? You're going you're gonna to retire here and it's going to be good. So that happened. So Specialized Refinishing prides themselves on having a lifetime warranty. They're just brand new in Orlando. How are they possibly giving a lifetime warranty? Any other issues when they close now? This is exactly what we were just talking about. They close now. Everyone's left. Everyone that hired that they hired and everybody that that is relying on that lifetime warranty. Once it comes up, what are they going to do? Have someone from South Carolina come down here to take care of it? That's not not happening. Yeah. And once they leave the state. They, they wash their hands and they're like, oh, that was the Orlando location that closed down. Yeah, unfortunately. Sorry. <laughs> Better call somebody else. You can call Steve. I heard he works for Bathtub Guys no, now. <laughs> so that happened. And, and look, Specialized Refinishing, from what I understand, like they're a good company to work with. Steve told me that. And I don't doubt it. But a lot of people come into new markets and they don't understand that like Things are different from market to market. It's one of the reasons why I haven't rushed into expansion. Yeah. Even though I've been strategically planning what I'm going to do next. But there are companies that have a stranglehold on certain markets because they've been there for a long time. That name matters. If Bro, if I tried to open a bathtub, guys, in fucking Brentwood, California, where Danny has Alliance Reglazing, I would get killed. 
He has 11 crews ready to go on the moment's notice. Yeah. This guy's making over 300K a month on tubs, bro. Like, you know what he'll do? He'll be like, let's hire two or three more. <laughs> and we'll take up more work. <laughs> like, it, it, it really just gets to that point, right? So, and I, I like with time and everything, yeah, you could make it work. Uh, the point is, I'm not saying don't try to compete. What I'm saying is, is like, you got to be a little bit more strategic about it. And you also got to like, Try different things. You know, a lot of these companies only do Google ads. Someone like Danny who has all those teams, he's not, he, bro, he, they're doing a little bit of Google, a little bit of Facebook. It's mostly word of mouth, IRL. He's going to these apartments and selling in person. Yeah. And that is super valuable. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially in the world of today where people just one text and just call and not even not even talk, not even call just text or oh email. no and all his office girls they know how to sell he's trained them on selling like yeah. like he doesn't need to be like oh i'll explain the process or I, hey we got to pass the phone to danny because he'll explain you no 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 they know it. they know it yeah and that is so fucking valuable bro yes it is because it's it's versatility you don't have to be there the ship won't sink without them they'll keep selling jobs and they, they have their sales numbers and sales meetings and they, they talk about these things. And, and when you're building a real team, you need these things. Yep. But like a lot of these companies are, are spoiled because there's a lot of old school people in like the Carolinas and in the Midwest who they still run an ad in the fucking penny saver and it gets some ROI. But they come in as a company like Specialized comes in they know that they can get some traction with Google ads and it works wonders for them in these markets. But then they ride into Orlando and unfortunately it's not like that. It's not just me. Like I'm, I'll kill them, but so does bath art after you. Then there's the whole rest of the guys that have also been yes, in the area. Exactly. There's the bath arts. It's the, the franchises like miracle methods who are always there looming it's it's the companies like Jonathan's, the companies like yours, some of these other ones, even the Bath Pro guy. You know, he has he already has something built up. Oh yeah, and he's got so, reviews. Yeah, so look, it, it's it's not that easy, um, and I guess they saw that the Orlando market is tough. I so, always thought people people think look, this is another thing people think. Oh, you know, Orlando, you know, the hotels, you know, you guys must get a lot of commercial work. Yeah, we do, but the residential market here is tough. Because, and I've said it before, there are people delivering fucking beautiful quality for fucking peanuts, bro. Unfortunately. And you see it every fucking day here. Yep. How many times do you go to a job and you're like, bro, this shit is not coming off when I'm sanding it? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, actually. Like, people are delivering pretty good quality jobs. They just don't know how to brand themselves. They don't know how to market. They, they charge too little and they're not in business long enough to reap the rewards. Well, that is sad. sadly the truth. And that's it. Sadly the truth. I've seen it. Yep. So, yeah, man. Um, Jeez. Coming to Orlando. See, the thing is, Orlando, very much like Texas, because i got a lot of buddies that have cabinet refinishing over there and have, te uh, and have bathtubs over there. Very much like Texas, over here, we have what's – it's pretty – big Latino base yep, and Latinos are willing to work for a lot less than what, than what normal people are used to. So it, it's a competitive market here. It really is. I've lost a lot of jobs to, and people have been straight up forward. They're like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm hiring Lewis. Lewis doesn't, doesn't even have a company, 
but I, I'm pretty sure the way that Lewis talked to me, he's going to get it. He's going to do it, and he's and he's doing it for X and X price. And even if it's not licensed and insured, a lot of people get – people will <laughs> turn a blind eye to, like, no insurance or no anything like that with a good price as long as you're showing them that you have a good quality. Like, I've seen yeah. that happen a lot, a lot more than I'd like. Yeah. But and, it happens. And, and, you know, another thing a lot of people don't talk about with this industry in particular is that there's a lot of these guys – or doing the jobs cheap at a high quality. And they're the ones because they're operating without papers, because they're operating without uh, business licenses, license and insurance. They get gypped all the fucking time. And that's why another reason why if you charge too cheap, you're not going to be in business long enough to warranty these people. This is for the clients. Even if you're good, look, if you're a client and you're weighing between look, somebody who, has been around for a long time and somebody who hasn't, and you're just looking at the numbers, the person who's been in business longer, they have that social proof there. But if it's somebody new on the block and they're charging really cheap, you really got to ask yourself as a client, in three years if something happens, and if I call fucking Raul, is he going to pick up? Exactly. Like, he might not. He might not even be in business. He might be in another state. These companies get screwed over. You know, if, if they're charging $250 for, per tub and they're doing a bunch of apartment work and they're not asking for a deposit and they don't have contracts and they don't have a W-9 or a certificate of insurance and they're getting paid under the table, are they paying, are, are they, are they paying for liability insurance? Are they paying for all these things? No, no, they're not. And if they're not paying for that, why? They can't afford it because they're, of the margins, right? And, and they're not going to be around much longer, guys. And exactly. And that's the problem. And those are the people that are easy to screw over too, which is, again, uh, for... for uh, like if imagine I've seen that side of the coin. Imagine if you did 150 tubs for somebody and they never paid you. What would that do to your business, Carlos? Bye bye. What business? Exactly. I'm, I'm filing bankruptcy tomorrow at that point. And man, it just it it happens a lot more than than what people give it credit for. It really does. That's kind of like the behind the scenes of like the, of the industry that a lot of people just don't realize. Again, I, I just sent it to you not too long ago, man. I I couldn't believe. Leave it in 2024. Someone was offering hotels $150 for a tub, $350 for tub and tiles, and that's basically materials. That dude's basically maybe making $100 a day mm-hmm. after everything after gas, materials, paper, tape, plastic. You know, I, I doubt they're paying anybody at that point in time. Those prices are just for you. Yep. Um, and the second that you have to go back one day, you're already minus work on one day, plus negative on the job that you have to go back to. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. That's why 2024, everybody should focus on trying to raise that high tide. Everybody should be in the same page. We should try and help each other, not block each other, not trying to, oh, well, I don't want to spill my secrets because this person might surpass. No. If we all work together in the refinishing community and we all start bringing our prices together, we all start educating each other for uh, as far as pricing, labor, insurance w2s whatever and then people will realize or cabinet refinishers or tub refinishers will realize okay damn i didn't realize i was charging so low yep oh my god i can make what twice the amount i was actually charging which i was there in in my big i've been here seven years now and in the beginning 
I was just happy to work for myself. And as he, as he said, you know, hey, when you're when you're first starting, you know, cool. But let's educate ourselves, people. Like it's super important. You don't realize the long-term damage that you're actually doing to an industry just because you're trying to get ahead for a couple of bucks. And in reality, if you didn't do the math, you're not getting ahead. You're not getting ahead at all. So please, let's all help each other out. Let's all race this high tide. All of our boats are going to float together. Customers are not going to have a, a choice because we're all working in together. We all have competitive pricing in the correct amount, not yep. too low. And it's going to be better for all of us at that point in time. We're all going to make more money. So we should all help each other out. And there's always going to be the bottom of the barrel kind of people. If you're one of those and it's working for you, fine. But aim higher. Exactly. Aim Don't, to scale up. Exactly. If you, if this is what how you eat, this is how you survive, you want something that is does not need you to operate. Because... When you're 60 years old, you're not going to be able to pick up the gun the same way you picked it up when you were 30, bro. I'm 35 and I'm sick and tired of it. And, and, <laughs> and the, la the worst thing that you can do is realize that when it's too late. Yes. And I've seen that and I've seen their backs and their knees and I see the issues they have to go on a daily basis. It is not fun, people. We're going to talk a little bit about branding and stuff in the in the next little segment here. Oh, but yeah. let me throw this in there real quick. So going back to that about these people, they don't have plan on retirement and stuff. How many times have we seen in these Facebook groups unfortunately some of these older guys trying to sell their companies to other refinishers? Cuz they're cuz they don't know how to do it anymore. They never planned on their future, and now it's too late. It they is were just working on the moment. Yeah. And, guys, technology changes every day. Yep. Google, no one knew five years ago we were all going to start using Google ads. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'll, I'll admit myself, I had no idea. I had to turn, my, I had to turn into it. Mm -hmm. I, I learned the hard way. I let it slip from under me. Until I realized it, and I was like, "Whoa, I'm seeing the shift right now. I'm seeing the less calls. Uh, let me do something now because I know I'm gonna get left behind if I don't do something now." And I think you covered this with, uh, can the Canada, uh, the dude from Canada, I, I forget his name. Yeah, the, Rob, Rob, you guys covered this about, uh, it, literally one of your clips about, dude, if you're not paying attention to how times are working marketing schemes are working and, and and all of that like dude it's gonna slip from right under you it happens mm -hmm. it happened to me and and i'm recovering right now from it and i'm gonna make sure it doesn't happen to me ever again because I, i'm not a quitter so that that much thank god for but yeah it, it i could have easily just quit mm -hmm. but i'm not gonna quit but pr remember everybody remember this and we'll leave it on this progress only moves in one one direction yep, and that's up and if you stop Learning, you will stagnate because you're not progressing anymore. That that's the definition of progress is to keep moving forward. You can't pretend like you know it all. Nope. No matter what, no matter how much you know. So, we'll end it there. We're gonna talk some stuff on the on the next one. This was 39 minutes. We talked a lot there. Yeah, okay. Time flies by in here, man. It does. All right, let's it's end it there thing. and we'll we'll pick it up. <laughs> You've been listening to the Bathtub Mark. Refinishing Podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to keep up with the Bathtub Guys on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Or visit bathtubguys.com for more. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.